everyone to episode A, the first episode of the Six P's podcast, where the central focus is to remember that proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. So the idea of this podcast is essentially to provide another vehicle uh, and I suppose another forum to discuss ideas, thoughts and a range of different approaches to VC English. Uh, Now the timing of this first podcast is not coincidental as language analysis is my favourite part of the VC English uh, EAL course. So today I'm going to be focusing most of my attention on arguments. But before we start... I thought I'd bring in a music theme each and every week just to break things up. Now, this is episode A, so we're going with songs named after Australian cities, and we'll be back after this. analyzing and presenting outcome in unit three and it is all about analyzing in unit four you'll be doing the presenting through your oral presentation now you may have heard the phrase language analysis when it comes to this section of the course and that is what it was previously known as to an extent though Uh, now looking at the description of outcome two in unit three It states, analyze and compare the use of argument and persuasive language in texts that present a point of view on an issue currently debated in the media. It's important to know that on your SAC, the article that you get um, has to be from at least September of 2018 onwards. So the article will be based on a relatively recent issue, which is why I always suggest to students to make sure they keep abroad of and well read, of course, on current issues. If we look at the criteria for the SAC, though, there is far more emphasis on the word argument, especially in the first two descriptors. Now, looking at the medium band, criteria one states satisfactory, this is what students have to show, a satisfactory understanding of the arguments presented in the texts and how they have been constructed to position audiences. Criteria two in the middle band mentions clear and appropriate analysis and comparison of arguments 
with broad discussion of the intent and development of the arguments, persuasive use of language, and the impact of the texts, suitable use of textual analysis to justify the analysis. So it really is clear that arguments are going to be significant if you want to succeed in this unit. And this segues quite nicely to a question I received from a student who asked, how do you identify arguments and a contention in a piece of writing? Well, firstly, both the contention and arguments might not jump out of the page, and quite often they are deeply embedded in the author's writing, and it may take two or even three reads to find them. Hence, the importance and significance we place on reading time. In our SAC, you'll get 10 minutes. In your exam, you'll get 15 minutes of reading time, but that will also um, need to use that time to read the prompts or the questions for the text response essay and the comparative essay, and for the AAL students, the oral component as well. I always suggest you read the article once for understanding and then a second and third time for finding information, such as the contention, the tone, the arguments, and so forth. Aspects like title, the source or publication, the author, even the text type are easier to identify and often they will jump out on the page or even come up in the background information, which again is something that you should definitely read before you read the article. With regards to the contention, uh, this is the author's main opinion. So after reading it once, try to work out what exactly he or she is trying to convince or say um, and to convince his or her audience um, if it's an editorial, it might be a group of people talking. Now, if you still aren't too sure, look for the title, as this may, and I stress the word may, provide you with clues. If you are still not too sure, define what the issue is and just work out whether they agree or disagree with the issue. So looking at the editorial on pill testing that we looked at in class, the issue is pill testing. So just work out, do they agree with it? Um, and obviously they disagree with it. Uh, so you can formulate your contention around that statement, which simply could be, the Herald Sun contends that pill testing should not be legalised in Victoria. It is important to note that contention and arguments are linked very closely because, of course, arguments are the reasons for or the reasons that support the author's contention. To go back to the initial question of how you identify arguments in a piece of writing, well, the first thing is, and it's important to know that an author probably isn't going to have arguments in the forefront of their mind when they write the article. Unlike when you write a text response essay, you signpost your arguments in your topic sentences so the examiners or the marker can see them. The author's arguments are going to be more subtly embedded in their article. So this is why reading time is really important. To start with, uh, think about figuring out the reasons for the author's contention and a good way into this is to add the word because on the end of their contention. For example, if we look at the editorial, the Herald Sun is against pill testing because why? From there, you can work through the article, chunking it up and working out the reasons they are against pill testing. So it could be the Herald Sun is against pill testing because drug taking is never safe, because previous trials were ineffective, because of the amount of dangerous chemicals found in recreational drugs, because young people are unaware of the risks involved in drug taking. In these cases, verbs like argues, asserts and advocates can be used in your topic sentences to clearly highlight to the marker or the examiner that you are focusing and pinpointing arguments. For example, 
a topic sentence may be, the Herald Sun opened the editorial by arguing that drug taking cannot be considered safe. And feel free to quote in that topic sentence as well. If the argument can be clearly quoted from the text, it's not necessary um, and it's not required, but it can often work really nicely. If you are still having trouble finding arguments, try to work out exactly what they are talking about in each section of the text. Split it up into two, three, four, or maybe even five sections if it's a long text and work out the main gist of what they're trying to say. So in that editorial we looked at, there are a number of examples recounting the recent spate of deaths at music festivals. Here you could simply use a broader verb like outlining, highlighting, or exploring to signpost this in a topic sentence. So the example could be, after explaining the dangerous chemicals found in pills, the Herald Sun continues by outlining the recent spate of deaths caused by these drugs. Another tip, if you are struggling for arguments, is to look at the vocabulary being used. If the author is repeating a specific word or phrase, use it to formulate an argument. An example of this is in one of the opinion pieces where the author continually uses the phrase harm minimization. From this, it could be suggested that the author is arguing that pill testing is about protecting young people from taking harmful substances at music festivals. So that way you're using that repeated term in harm minimization to then formulate an argument. So to recap, if you are struggling to find the contention, one, think about what the author's main opinion or idea is. Two, look at the title. It may give you a hint. Three, think about the issue and work out whether the author agrees or disagrees with this. If you're struggling to find arguments, think about doing the following. One, add the word because on the end of the contention to work out the reasons for this contention. Two, break up the article and think about more broadly what each section of the text is focusing on. And three, Look at the vocabulary and for any repeated terms or phrases. Arguments are also outlined in your topic sentences and some of those really useful words or verbs to use in your topic sentences include argues, asserts, advocates and outlines. And using verbs to describe the sequencing of the argument is also really useful. So think about using verbs like opens or begins continues, furthers, and for their last argument, a verb like closes works really well. It's also useful to link the arguments together if they follow a logical or sequential pattern, or if there is a shift in audience or tone. In one of the opinion pieces, we see the audience shifts from parents who are concerned that their children might be taking dangerous pills and might face the consequences of that, and it shifts to the government through a call to action at the end. So look to pinpoint these things. Phrases like, following a discussion on X and Y, the author subtly shifts to a more concerned tone in arguing Z. Or to be more specific, 
After targeting parents, the author directs her attention to students in advocating the immediate implementation of pill testing at festivals throughout Victoria. Now, the other aspect of arguments is the fact that you have to compare them. This is where your comparative vocabulary is really important. So think back to that comparative unit from last year and all that vocabulary that you used. Simply use adding or using a phrase like similarly is not enough, but it is a start. For similarities, think about also using phrases like in addition or additionally, likewise, correspondingly, equally, in the same way, this is mirrored in or when, this is complemented by, or this is reflected in or by. For differences, when comparing differences in argument, the following terms are really useful. However, on the other hand, in contrast, conversely, unlike, and while. And please note that contrastly is not a word. I see the word contrastly used a lot in comparative and um, argument essays, and it's not a word, so don't use it. Go with conversely or in contrast. Now, don't forget you can also compare audience, tone, and language. So think about using some of this vocabulary when comparing those aspects of texts. These lists are really important, obviously not just for comparing arguments, but also when it comes time for the comparative unit. So submit it now, and you'll be fine next term. One last statement. Remember that comparing argument is not explicitly mentioned on the criteria for this section of the exam, so it's not essential in your exam. You may find it works, but if it doesn't, please do not panic in the exam if you cannot find any arguments to compare. In the SAC, however, on the criteria, the word comparison and writing or the ability to write a comparative analysis is in the criteria, so you should be expecting at least two texts, if not three, because you will have to compare the arguments. Thanks for your company today. That's a wrap for episode A, looking at arguments. We'll look to drop episode B next week. But for now, this has been the 6Ps podcast, reminding you that proper prior preparation prevents poor performance. Yeah.